Thanks for tuning in to localjobnetwork.com radio where you can find all of your favorite employment-related shows. I'm your host, Katie Chesney, and you're listening to Moving Up the Ladder, a show where we interview experts about how to move up the corporate ladder. And today we are talking about networking at work. And many people think of networking as just something you do outside of the office. But joining us today, we have John Mascarello, and he is founder of Endless Job Offers, and he's going to shed some light on why it is important to network at work. So, John, could you um, give us a little bit of a definition of how you define networking before we get started? Of course. I define networking as it's more about building a relationship. Okay. Instead of, I don't like to define it almost as networking. I like to look at it as almost building a friendship. It has a lot of the same components, how you move gradually into things, mm-hmm. how maybe you start just like going for coffee and then it turns into dinner. And then before you know it, you're asking them for help or a favor or for advice. And I think it's just, you're just constantly building that relationship over time. And that's what makes, I think it's very strong friendship, and it's a good way to look at networking. Okay. So how does networking in the way that you build relationships kind of make an impact on an individual's career? An impact on the individual's career, when you get to know the people that you work with, Mm -hmm. a lot of the times there'll be projects that might be worked on or might need someone else. And if you're constantly talking with coworkers or meeting other individuals at work, there's a good chance you'll be top of mind and maybe tapped to help out on that. And I feel it's also a really big benefit when maybe a person you built a strong relationship with goes to another company because they could be a very strong resource for you. If you really have a strong relationship or maybe it's like a dream company that you would want to work for one day, it's really nice to have a strong relationship with a person to be able to reach out to them later down the line. Right. And I really like that example you shared. Just because you're not working with someone that you work with now doesn't mean that you, they, you will work with them, you know, in five years or whatever. So what is your experience with networking at work? Has it been successful for you? Yeah, it's been very successful for me. I've got a lot of different opportunities to work with a lot of senior level people just mm-hmm. from being around, saying hi to them in the hallway, having little conversations. Or they'll come to me and ask me a simple question, uh, really go above and beyond and help them fix something or come up with a creative solution to help them overcome whatever they're working on. Mm-hmm. And I feel that's one of the best ways to do it is really helping them first and then figuring out how to build the relationship from that. I really like how you said that you would, you know, just say hi to them and talk to them in the in the hallway or whenever you see them. So is that something that you should only do with um, like your direct colleagues or with individuals that you don't work with on a regular basis? Like you said, those senior level executives and people higher up in the company. I would do with everyone. Mm-hmm. When I did work for a larger company, I always said hi to everyone, and it really goes a long way because a lot of people don't do it anymore. Mm-hmm. You have a smile on your face, and you're just like, hi, like, how are you? It's easy to make, like, an introduction or, you know, if you say hi to the person maybe, like, almost every day for two weeks, you'd be like, oh, we've been saying hi all the time. Like, what do you do for the company? Like, I love to learn a little more. It makes it really easy to start that initial conversation in a very nonchalant way. Okay. 
Now, is there anyone at work that you should maybe not network with? You know, maybe consider, um, you know, if someone has a really bad reputation or if they just speak negatively about the company or, or should you avoid those people or should just kind of like treat them the same way? I would avoid those people mm-hmm. for a couple of reasons. Why is because people might associate you with that person. So if they see you hang out with them a lot, they might think you share the same thoughts and feelings. Mm-hmm. And then the other part of it is it's going to affect your work and maybe how you perceive others at the company. You don't exactly want to know all the gossip and who's not doing a good job. You just kind of want to stay focused and just do a really great job on what you're working on. And I think if someone's constantly telling you negative things about the company or or a person's just not very positive, it would be good to avoid them. That's a good example of how that can have an impact on you and your work and kind of your thoughts when you're at that organization. So do you have any tips or strategies for determining who you should be networking with at work? I know when you start a job, it's not apparent to you, you know, who are the more negative people in the office. So how can you figure that out? It's hard to figure out at first. Mm -hmm. I think a really good way to start, I mean, it depends on the size of your organization, but there's usually a trend where When a new person comes on or you come on yourself, there's usually a person who's going to be showing you the way. And I think that person is chosen for a reason Mm -hmm. because they're usually more positive or they're usually going to hook you up with the best team member to to give you the best start at a company. Okay. And I think other than that, it's, you know, when there are big company meetings or maybe people who keep popping up in emails who are doing great things. Those are really good signs to try to look for people that you aspire to be mm-hmm. and learn a little bit more about them and what they do for the company. I think that's a good place to start. So once you've set your sights on the individuals that you want to network with, how do you go about forming those connections? You mentioned earlier that you know you stop and say hi to people in the, the hallway, you grab coffee with them, you grab dinner with them. How do those conversations kind of start and what can you say exactly to kind of start them? I like to try to find ways to bump into them. Yeah, we talked about saying hi in the hall, and that's a great way to do it or around the office. But if you know that they eat lunch at a certain spot or maybe they grab their morning coffee at the same Starbucks, mm-hmm. it might be worth it to like maybe show up at the same time. It's a lot easier, to I feel, sometimes to break the ice outside of work okay. than it is inside work. But I think... A really easy way to do it is also to ask them for advice, like very simple questions, even if you know the answer to them, because people love to give advice and it really makes them feel good when they could help someone else. And it makes you look like you really value their opinion. And that's a great way to build a relationship, especially if you take their advice and implement it and then tell them that. Mm -hmm. That's a really great way to build that relationship. And I really like how how you mentioned that people like to give advice. I know that when people ask me for advice, I always feel like, wow, I must be doing something good because someone else is noticing and they're, they want my advice as well to get my thoughts on whatever they're going through. Yeah, I think that's one of the best ways to go about it. So how can you encourage passive networking? And what I mean by that is if you're just you know, at your desk, how do you encourage people to just come over and seek you out? I mean, should you should you like put candy on your desk, move your desk to a higher traffic area, or should you sit with people, different people at lunch? How does that kind of work? Putting a candy dish on your desk is one of my favorites. I wrote an article on LinkedIn about it. 
it really depends on how your office is laid out. If it's more of an open office, mm-hmm. I think having a desk in a higher traffic area is a really great way to do it. I know when I worked at another company, I was pretty much on the path to the bathroom. Mm-hmm. So almost everyone had to pass me at least once a day. So again, like if you lock eyes, just saying, hi, how are you? It's just a really great way to do it, I think. We're walking by highly trafficked areas in the office or maybe sitting down at a designated lunch spot in the office, just where people hang out and go there and just nonchalantly start a conversation or find a way to jump in, if it makes sense. Mm -hmm. And after you've kind of, you know, found a way to make a connection with these people, what should you do to continue growing that relationship? Should you ask for advice or could you ask for a favor or, you know, how does that kind of look? To grow the relationship, I think part of it, like we talked a little bit about before, is asking for advice. Mm -hmm. But I think if it makes sense, sometimes it's following them on Twitter or maybe they have a blog. I know even if you if they had a blog, writing like a nice comment on it or even sharing it with your network usually means a lot to people. Another thing to do would be congratulate them if they get a promotion or maybe they're mentioned in an industry news publication. So just kind of doing those little things or even shooting off like a happy birthday email. Just mm-hmm. the little things that a lot of people don't do as much today, I think makes a huge impact. Or even writing them a thank you note if maybe they helped you solve a problem or they gave you that advice and it worked. I think those have really big impacts on the relationship. Okay. So have you ever been on the receiving end of, you know, some of those just simple, small little things? Have Has anyone ever done that to you? And can you just walk us through what that felt like for you and kind of share from the other side of the table really what that did for you and your relationship with that individual? Sure. Um, a lot of, I feel it comes down to me right now, is when people share one of my blog posts or send me a thank you note. People have given me Starbucks gift cards before. It's just really nice. It's just where the handwritten note, I always save the handwritten notes. Mm-hmm. I know, or a nice email that someone sends me that's not exactly necessary. I think just the fact that they acknowledge that maybe you did a good job or, you know, you helped them out. It's always nice to say thanks or maybe you don't even have to give them anything. Sometimes the acknowledgement alone is good. I always just look at it where I say, do things to people that you like done to you. And that's okay. a really good baseline. When you mentioned like do things for people that you would like done for you, is it ever too soon to ask your new connection for something? You know, um, whether it's been a couple weeks or a couple months, when is it really appropriate to kind of start asking for things and favors and things like that? I think it really depends on the situation. Mm-hmm. If you just start at a position and maybe you're just asking them like little stuff, like how do you sign up for this or where can I get office supplies, little things like that I think are fine. If you don't have a relationship or a very strong relationship with someone, to ask them to put you up or put in a good word for you for a position that might have opened, I would stay away from that. Okay. I would look at it almost as a flip side as well. If this person asked you to put them up for the job, would you do it? If the answer is no, you probably wouldn't want to ask them to do it for you. 
I really like that. It's really putting yourself in their shoes before you go ahead and you ask for a favor or something. Just take the time to think about it and say, what would I say if this person asked the same of me? So then it's a really good strategy for our listeners out there. What is the biggest challenge that people face when they're networking at work? I hear this a lot, and it's networking with someone or building a relationship with someone who's more senior than you are. Mm -hmm. And I think that's probably one of the biggest because they find it intimidating or they're just scared. And I mean, especially if you just started somewhere, you're not exactly sure of the lay of the land. Is it okay just to shoot this person an email? Some workplaces are a little more casual than others. Mm -hmm. But it's always just good to know, you know, they're almost that person's just a human being like you. Mm -hmm. So what kind of strategies do you have um, for kind of starting to create a relationship with people that are more senior in the organization, just kind of doing those same small things again? And almost keeping a level head. Similar to what I was saying before, a lot of times even when people are reaching out to maybe someone who they consider out of their lead, they overthink it a lot Mm -hmm. where they're trying to make sure everything is perfect and they want to make sure that there are no mistakes. And I think they really fake themselves out. I think realizing that, you know, this this person likes the same things I do at most times. They like being told they're doing a good job or they like being paid compliments. I think in some ways that's just human nature. That's Mm -hmm. People like that. And so always looking for ways to say, oh, congratulations on the promotion or congratulations on being featured in an article or passing along a helpful article. I think over time doing those things is extremely important. And eventually it really adds up. And that's how the relationship gets stronger over time. You make a good point of not psyching yourself out. I know it I've kind of been that way too. I psych myself out a little bit when I'm, you know, sending an email or just a short note to a more senior individual just because I feel like there's more scrutiny. But at the end of the day, they're just people and they like the same things that I do. Now, unfortunately, we are running out of time today. So I just wanted to ask what final message you would like to express about this topic, maybe some final pieces of advice or strategies for our listeners before we close out the show today. Yeah, I would say, I I guess I would touch a little more on what we just said is really just not overthinking the process Mm -hmm. of building a relationship, whether it's a senior person, someone below you, on the same level as you. Just really, and also look at it as a friendship. Like you're building a friendship, you take it step by step. You wouldn't exactly ask them to maybe like babysit your kids or for a huge favor Mm -hmm. after you just met them. So I think that's a pretty good barometer to, to use and kind of think about when you're building these relationships. Well, there you have it. Big thing to take away from this show today is don't overthink it. They're just people too. To find more employment-related shows, head over to aljanradio.com. If you have any comments, questions, or suggestions, you can send me an email at aljanradio at localjobnetwork.com or send me a tweet at the LJN. And joining us today on Moving Up the Ladder has been John Muscarello, and he is the founder of Endless Job Offers, which you can find at endlessjoboffers.com. Thanks for joining us today, John. Thank you for having me. And once again, I'm your host, Katie Chesney with LJN Radio, and I'll see you next time.